Welcome to this edition of the Barefoot Lawyer Report. Uh, I'm William Saunders. I'm the director of the Center for Human Rights at the Catholic University of America, and I'm a human rights lawyer. With us today is Chen Guangcheng, the Barefoot Lawyer himself. Welcome, Guangcheng. Okay, thank you. Thank you, everyone. And uh, we have a special guest for this podcast, which is who is Peter Tazi, who I believe is at, is it at the University of Virginia, Peter? Uh, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Yes. What year yeah. are you in school? I'm currently a senior. A senior. Okay. Yes. So we're going to talk about uh, the developments regarding Cardinal Zen of Hong Kong. Peter, what made you interested in this issue? Well, um, so this past summer, I was an intern at the uh, Heritage Foundation's Asian Studies Center um, and working alongside Olivia Enos, um, my supervisor. Um, we, were, we were tracking the, the developments of the Cardinal Zen case, um, and this was in May. And so when news broke out of Cardinal Zen um, uh, being charged with um, the conspiracy to collude with foreign forces, as, as the, uh, the authorities put it, um, uh, for his involvement in the 612 Humanitarian Relief Fund, um, we definitely, we saw the need to, to write something about this. Um, and also, I, I, am, I am a Catholic as well, so this, this definitely hit close to home. Yeah, you know, I, I want to mention um, that uh, another, I guess she was a fellow there in the spring, was one of my students, um, and we did a podcast with her, Jillian Richards. So I'm sure that uh, we will link to that if uh, anyone wants to follow up because we talked about some religious liberty issues on the call right. with her right. and having to do with the imprisonment uh, of a pastor and some of the persecution there. But returning to, to this Cardinal Zen right. uh, situation, why don't you tell us what you learned and uh, what you wrote about? Of course, of course. So um, Cardinal Zen um, is also known as the new conscience of Hong Kong. So he's just, you know, really just this, this amazing figure um, in, in China and Hong Kong. Um, and he has been extremely critical of the, the Chinese Communist Party's persecution against uh, Christians. Um, he's also been very critical of the, of the China-Vatican deal, um, the one that was first agreed upon in 2018, um, renewed in 2020. Uh, and then renewed again this past fall um, in October 2022. Um, regarding the, the Vatican-China deal, um, it was made in private, so it's, it is unclear as to what was specifically discussed. Um, however, what we do know is that in 2018, the, the deal was strongly supported by Pope Francis and Vatican Secretary of State Pietro Perlin uh, to create a medium for, for dialogue between the Vatican and China. Um, their intent was also to uh, ameliorate divisions between the underground church and the Catholic Patriotic Association. Um, and uh, with this, the Vatican also recognized uh, seven excommunicated bishops who were previously selected by the Chinese government. Um, however, Cardinal Zen um, had been sounding the alarm that this would kill and sell out the underground church. Um, he also didn't um, trust Paralin, uh, one of the architects of the deal, um, because he considered himself, uh, sorry, he considered Perlin a, a political man and, and not so much a, a man driven by faith. Um, additionally, what I also found out too is that before the deal was struck in 2018, Cardinal Zen also attempted to meet with Pope Francis uh, in Rome, um, but he was reportedly turned away. Um, 
And hey, hey, Peter, let's pause there a second because right. I want to bring in Guang Chen. Of course. Because uh, Guang Chen can tell us um, what many Americans won't know, which is uh, Guang Chen, tell, tell uh, uh, our listeners what the Chinese Communist Party said, uh, or maybe it passed a law after the deal was concluded with the Vatican. Yes, yes. You know, before they have an uh, agreement with uh, Vatican, uh, the Khan Party promised uh, Pope Francis they will prepare the names and send the names to Vatican to let the Pope decide who will become the cardinal in mainland China. But later, the Khan Party uh, make a law said we can do anything about the Catholic ourselves. Uh, and so looks like the Khan Party stopped the agreement uh, with uh, Vatican. So I think we should push Vatican and all the Catholics uh, to stand up to support Chinese people. So, yeah. so let's go back to Peter. Peter, pick us up with what happened with Cardinal Zen. Let's focus on that. Yeah, of course. Um, so what, what happened um, was uh, back in May, he was, was charged um, with, these, with these trumped up charges. Um, and the, what well, the, I guess the, on the record, um, the charges were, um, the charges made against him were his involvement with the 612 Humanitarian Relief Fund. Um, so this was the ostensible reason, but it, you know, I'm, I'm very um, sort of suspect about this. And I, I do think it has to relate to um, Cardinal Zen's outspokenness of um, the Chinese Communist Party and, and religious persecution um, in China and Hong Kong. Um, and so, um, so that happened in, in May, and then um, this past fall, he was um, he was convicted. Um, so very recently, um, he was convicted um, for uh, not registering the the six twelve uh, humanitarian relief fund with the government. Um, and and um, after that, um, Cardinal Zen and the the other four. Uh, Democracy uh, activists um, appealed um, this with the high court. Um, and I, I just want to go back to one point that Mr. Chen brought up about um, sort of the, the CCP um, installing um, bishops and, and, you know, kind of going against the, the terms of the agreement, uh, at least what we know about the agreement. And um, a few weeks ago, um, the Vatican came out with a with a statement expressing surprise and regret um, over the CCP's installation of an auxiliary bishop in Jiangxi, um, which is a, a diocese not recognized by the Vatican. So it doesn't seem, um, you know, it, it doesn't seem very surprising that, that the CCP would do this. Um, okay, so when we look at this, the big picture is Cardinal Zen uh, was uh, convicted and I understand a fine was imposed. Yes. There's no jail time. It, as I understand it, it's not a conviction under what Guang Chen calls the evil law. It right. was a, it was instead a conviction under a colonial era law, correct? As far as I understand, yes. Okay, so the big picture of this is um, the Chinese Communist Party has been moving against Hong Kong for many years, trying to crush the democracy there. Uh, right. We have had uh, many podcasts on this, and we had Guang Chen gave a Human Rights Lecture at Catholic University, which you can find on our website, which is uh, Catholic 
www.edu.chr for Center for Human Rights and uh, many other things we've done to focus attention on this. Uh, and of course, everybody will know, I hope, about the persecution also of uh, Jimmy Lai, the publisher of uh, Apple Daily. Uh, and there's an excellent film that's just coming out about him called The Hong Konger. But this is part of an overall effort by the Chinese Communist Party to crush democracy in Hong Kong and parentheses, I'm a human rights lawyer, and this is contrary to the terms of the treaty they're bound by. So it's illegal under international law anyway. But as part of their strategy to stifle democracy in Hong Kong, which by the way, I hope everybody can see this is a perfect example of what the Chinese Communist Party thinks about democracy and don't be uh, naive about whether you can have democracy under the Chinese Communist Party, because what they're doing in Hong Kong shows you you cannot. But anyway, they go after Cardinal Zinn because he's one of the most outspoken spoken people in Hong Kong, along with Jimmy Lai and some others. And they're, they're using, the point is not what law he was con, uh, uh, convicted under, but they're using a colonial era law to strangle democracy. So it's what we in America would call selective prosecution. Um, they're gonna, in other words, they're gonna find any weapon they can to silence his voice. And he's been very prescient. In fact, I did wanna mention that uh, I've met with him myself in Hong Kong. I was there, uh, but it was about a decade ago meeting with uh, uh, democracy and human rights people and also met with uh, Cardinal Zen and his, his right-hand man. He's somebody that's been highly respected. I mean, I've been involved in this work uh, about China and the Communist Party in Hong Kong for over 20 years. And in that entire time, Zen has been uh, a key figure. So silencing of him or trying to silence him as an important goal of the Communist Party. So with that in mind, I want to ask Guang Chen if he has any comments about what the Communist Party is trying to do about Cardinal Zen and uh, even about Jimmy Lai or about others. So about Jimmy Lai, you know, the Communist Party tried to put him uh, in prison just because Hong Kong government request to Beijing to tell them, uh, allow Jimmy Lai use the lawyer from London or not. Until now, the Communist Party didn't give them the precise answer. So they don't have the result. And another thing is just uh, um, this Monday, you know, another activist in Hong Kong, she is a lawyer and is a journalist. Uh, before the Communist Party said she encourage the people to go to uh, <clears throat> street to protest, to support uh, Tiananmen Square. But that, uh, that uh, protest didn't get uh, allowed from the police station. So the Kampar tried to put her in prison. Uh, first, the Kampar have a decision in the local court, a court, 
but uh, later uh, the middle court changed. Uh, this Monday they said, okay, no problem for her. I hope in the future we can work with the people who stand with the rule of law, not just listen to the Khan party to give the activists in Hong Kong more freedom. Yeah, I think that's an important thing for listeners to consider. Uh, Guang Chen's, uh, one of his, his main uh, themes and what he talks about is that uh, what is wonderful about America and about any uh, true democracy is that you have the rule of law. And the rule of law means that the law binds everybody, whether you're uh, powerful or whether you're weak, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're a Communist Party member or you're not a Communist Party member. And of course, the rule of law is what does not exist in China under the CCP. So what we need to do is to try to help the Hong Kongers to use the rule of law so that they, they won't have their uh, human rights crushed uh, by really lawless judges and lawyers. And there's some hope of that, as he just pointed out with this journalist. So all is not lost in Hong Kong. Uh, we have to keep fighting. And as we said, Jimmy Lai and others, uh, we have to keep the pressure on the Communist Party, which means we have to put pressure on our government here in America to put pressure on the Communist Party to allow the rule of law to truly operate in Hong Kong and to have just outcomes in any proceedings that concern Jimmy Lai or Cardinal Zen or anybody else. Um, Peter, is there anything else? I think we're going to come to the end of this podcast pretty soon. Anything else you want to add? Yeah, of course. I mean, um, I think critically too, uh, the Vatican should should take a, a tougher stance on on China. Um, I know their their big agenda has been to uh, create a dialogue between the Vatican and and China, but I, I think especially um, with the rising persecution against Christians um, in in China and Hong Kong, it's it is important um, that that Pope Francis um, comes out and and. Uh, voice to support for uh for the faithful um and and to be be direct and deliberate um in his in his messaging so yeah um and for those that uh maybe don't know anything about this um there's been a in, in china for a long time there was what's called an uh, underground church which was unofficial church and official an officially recognized church, and this is both for Protestants and Catholics. And uh, what is, as and again, I've been involved in this for over 20 years, and the the issue has always been, from a Catholic perspective, what should the Vatican do vis-a-vis these churches? Because uh, the, in some ways, some would say the underground churches, the unofficial churches, have been the most faithful. And they were, they've insisted on, uh, on their loyalty to Rome and uh, adherence to Catholic teaching, where some of the official is always under pressure to change, even to change their doctrine to conform with uh, Communist Party uh, ideas. And 
again, I just mentioned, but as the Christian churches, they're, they're having things like uh, retranslating the Bible to make it more consistent with communist views and the ideas of uh, Chairman Xi. And they have pictures of uh, Chairman Xi up in the front of the church. Uh, they have, you know, Christmas time, which we are right in. Um, they even sing songs or carols in, in church that praise Cardinal Xi. So you can see why unofficial churches don't want to be involved in that. It, now it is it is you know delicate uh, diplomatic situation, but the point is that for twenty years, uh, over twenty years, the Vatican is trying to decide how to minister to those two flocks and also, you know, thereby to help China. And uh, this recent agreement, which Peter and Guangxin have been discussing, uh, has been heavily criticized. Um, and it seems like the Vatican now be, may be realizing that um, you just can't trust Chinese Communist Party. Uh, I, Chen, do you have any yeah. more comments? Uh, yeah, I think uh, now I just want to let our listener know. So we live at the Western place. We have more space to do something to help them. So we should join hands to give the Communist Party uh, the pressure anywhere, uh, like Wall Street, uh, or UN, or uh, another countries like that, if the company continue to destroy any uh, democracy, the rule of law, and freedom of speech, we should let them know we will stand up and fight back. Yes, so more pre the, the more pressure you give, the more chance you have for success against the Chinese Communist Party. So uh, I want to thank uh, uh, Peter for being our guest uh, on the thank podcast. You. And I want to invite those who listen to subscribe to the Barefoot Lawyer podcast, which you can do uh, easily on our website and et cetera. And also visit our Center for Human Rights website, where you'll find lots of information about Guangxin and about our recent uh, and continuing activities uh, against the Chinese Communist Party and to try to promote democracy and human rights, which is at catholic.edu front slash CHR, and that CHR is for Center for Human Rights, catholic.edu front slash Center for Human Rights. We look forward to talking to you next time.